Yes. 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 And yes. Yes is yes. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> All right. There we go. Let's talk Harvey Cohen. Outfielder, shortstop, third baseman. Bad right, through right, 6'2", 187. Born December 4th, 1930. West Allis, Wisconsin. Passed away February 28th, 1988. Only 57. In Peoria, Arizona. Shout out Peoria. Shout out Mariners. Spring training facility. Mm, spring training facility. Mm. Been there. Listen to me discuss my trip on the March 25th episode of ArniePod. Entitled Spring Training. If you're not already familiar with all the stories... If this is the first time you've ever listened to Arnie Pod, and you're like, wait, you're like, there's like f- over 570 other episodes of this, but I'm going to tune in to the one that came out today, because some people do that, you know, internet, content creating, it's all about today, it's all about the most recent stuff. You got to be creating stuff every single day as a content creator. Like, I'm not even exaggerating. I don't think I've taken a single day off. I've created some content, whether it was a TikTok back in the spring or Facebook Reels or YouTube or Arnie Pod. Or there goes a low plane. Hear that? Man, that's low. Or the goat one.blogspot.com. My blog that has 110,000 views. You know, just that independent content creator who just racks up hundreds of thousands of views. To no financial avail. But I've, I've honestly thought about it a lot. And I've thought about like the connection between art and money. And I don't want to get too much into this. Because I want to talk about Harvey Kuhn. But let's just say the conclusion I've came to is I think it's possible to create amazing content that entertains thousands of people over the years I mean I've been doing my blog since 2016 and I've been doing my podcast the five year anniversary coming up in February so yeah for years I've been doing it and um, wrote for the Daily Evergreen Washington State University Wazoo Go Cougs Check out my old Daily Evergreen stuff. You know, just Google Daily Evergreen Chris Arneson and uh, read some of my old columns and articles. That stuff was fun. 
I was, that was, um, back when I used to, dad just texted me about the doors. This door's open. This door's not. <laughs> it's a very, it's, uh, we have a rotating situation at my parents' house, as I've discussed. There's just, um, lots of stuff going, <laughs> lots of stuff with the doors. <laughs> Use this door, not that. <laughs> um, but no, wait. <laughs> I'm all over the place. So wait. So my main point was with. I don't think. I think it's possible. Oh yeah, check out my daily evergreen content. Um, yeah, lots of good columns at Daily Evergreen, and they really let me stretch my legs. Like in retrospect, I'm like. They gave me a lot of freedom to kind of just write, like, kind of like a, I kind of tried to replicate, not try to, I mean, I kind of always looked up to Bill Simmons' writing style, how he wrote from a fan's perspective. Um, Yeah, so that's like kind of what I modeled my writing after. Don't write as much anymore, although during the football season... Once a week, I'm pumping out a AFFL recap. And, uh... <laughs> but anyway, I, like, I used to be a huge writer. But nowadays, I'm more video content and obviously podcast every day. But, okay, my main point with that is I think it's possible to create great content that entertains thousands of people but never make money from it. I think it's pretty much as simple as that. And then I was thinking, I'm like, I'm under the assumption that most people are good. <laughs> like, I don't know. I think just in general, the pursuit of money makes people, um, I don't know. I'm not saying like everyone's like a white collar criminal, but I I think like it, I think, <laughs> I don't know how to say it. I think money changes people, you know? <laughs> and I always, um, I don't know. I'm just always like, would forget about that stuff. Dude, you know, living down in LA, I mean, there's a lot going on for years for me. I've had lots of distractions. But, um, yeah, I don't know. What am I trying to say? I think that even sometimes the best art is, <laughs> sounds so artsy, is that that is unaffected by money. Because I'm not, and I'm, and also a lot of, um, I don't know. I think it's just pretty much as simple as what I just said. Is that it's possible, and I've proven, and like people will give me feedback, like I'll sometimes get feedback, and I've never had anybody be like, I hate you. (laughs) I've I've never just, I mean, that's the good thing about being like my level of like super niche, you know, like no real, because if you actually get famous, then you get people like haters like people who are like will reach out to you and be like 
I don't like you. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm so like, um, yeah, like I said, I'm just like, you know, just, I'm just a regular dude. I'm not, <sighs> I mean, I'm just a guy who just creates content every single day and has done that pretty consistently for years. And, um, like in some way or another, like over the years, always, but especially in 2023, I've been 2023 easily my most prolific creative year, even though I didn't even publish a book like the other years, I, it was back in 2020, I self-published three books, I believe, um, and then I self-published my first book in 2017 and second 2018. So, so maybe that's something. I don't know. I feel like I've kind of conquered the book frontier. See, I've kind of done a little bit of everything. I've been on TV in the background. I've literally been on network TV. Not to brag. Once again, not to brag. <laughs> but um, so like I've done like the acting. Like I've been on TV shows, like on TV. <laughs> Just to be clear, I've been on TV. <laughs> I have video of myself in front of myself on TV. Um, you can find that on my YouTube. That actually, that video got like 600 views on my YouTube. That one did pretty well. Cause my, as far as my YouTube, I'm not... Not too big on YouTube. <laughs> but, um, yeah. I don't know. I think, and I find lots of, and I don't know how to describe it, but once again, I'm going to say everybody who makes money, they're not necessarily good people. <laughs> no, and I'm not saying that because you have money means you're not good, but I'm saying, People assume that people who have money are kind of like better people than people who don't have money. But I'm saying there's a good percentage of people who, I don't know, but there's, there's bad people who, of every financial ranking, uh, let's be honest. Like, I don't know what I'm saying. <laughs> I know, I'm just saying that, like, just because you get money doesn't mean you're, like, good. Like, I think... But a lot of people are so simple that they're, like... I don't know. I It's... Like, I don't have as much, like, money blinders on as most people, I think. But it's also because I came from such a sheltered, you know, like, mid... mid upper upper mid class sheltered suburban cushy life dude like i and i was the most sheltered like of all my friends so like of the sheltered people i was the most sheltered <laughs> like i didn't even smoke weed till my senior year of high school like that's actually pretty old from from what i've heard from some of my friends a lot of my friends began smoking weed like before high school even because our high school was 10 through 12 but um yeah think of that dude so I was very sheltered back in the day growing up 
But um, wait, what was I saying about being? <laughs> what was I? <laughs> that classic weed. Speaking of weed, <laughs> now what was I saying about being sheltered? No, um, just that in that I I never like recognize money as like a motivator, but um, obviously it's like the only motivator. <laughs> Oh man, I mean, once you come into like the real world, but then I can still feel like fairly accomplished. I mean, I graduated from college from a four-year college two separate times, so I'm not like a schmuck. <laughs> I mean, I I would say like anybody could graduate from Wazoo. I I feel like anybody who like applied themselves a little bit could pull it off, but um. No, I mean, I'm just saying, like, I am, like, a college graduate, like, two times, two bachelor degrees, (laughs) I'm a double bachelor, dog, Um, on ABC, Monday nights, but, um, no, I mean, I'm not, like, the stereotype of, like, a burnout, like, stoner, like, loser, (laughs) I mean, because I... I would say I've been very successful in many facets of my life. I mean, the only, pretty much the only one not being successful in is gathering a bunch of money and holding on to it. Like, I've had the money in the past, but I just didn't take care of it. <laughs> I didn't treat it properly. But, um, no, I mean, I'm pretty... I feel like I've been pretty prolific in all areas of my life for being only 30 years old. But then it's funny hearing like one of my coworkers being like, I'm 23. <laughs> and then it makes me feel old. I mean, but then you have to realize like these people, I have no, like, I don't, I only know these people for the reason that I need money. I mean, isn't that kind of funny to think about? Like, like, literally, there's some people, they're called coworkers, dude, typically, that you know only because you have one similar necessity is to get money. And for some reason, this is the best way you know how. <laughs> like I said, wow, how did my hand get so dirty? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, there you go. Wiped off in the grass. That is some in depth podcasting. Um, no, I don't know what else I have. I just think lot, I think art can be changed by money. I don't know. I would say most great art that has been made in the world is, has not necessarily made the artist rich. And I would say like the famous podcasters and comedians are pretty much the exception. Like, they're not the rule. They're, like, the 1%. And, like, you know, like, the 1% of artists. Like, 99% will not make... But that doesn't mean you're not making great stuff. I, I guess that's my main point. And I'd say it's the hardest... I would say sports and art are the two hardest things to make any money in like your odds of getting paid to play sports are like 
astronomical, but then so is your odds of making a living being a podcaster or a blogger (laughs) or a social media influencer. Um, Like those odds are also astronomical. (laughs) Like I'm pretty sure. I mean, especially because the field has become so competitive because everyone in their 20s nowadays wants to do that stuff I'm just talking about right now, that content creating stuff. That's what all the people in the generation below me, um, that's all what they do. Like, I'm kind of like at the, I kind of spearheaded it. Just me, you know? (laughs) No, but, um, no, like, I would say, like, I'm at, like, actually, but there are people older than me. I mean, obviously, pretty much all the successful comedian, but those are stand-up comics who are famous podcasters. They're all stand-up comics. But they're mostly older than me, though. But there are some young, famous podcasters and stand-up comics. I mean, dude, like I said, there's, there's... I was just thinking about how much a million is. Then let's talk about Harvey Cohen, right? <laughs> a million is a thousand thousands. <clears throat> and then I was thinking to myself, are there a million millionaires in the United States of America? Isn't that a funny thing to think about? What do you think? I would estimate yes. <laughs> I mean, are, but are you including these people's home value? Does their house count towards their probably it probably does because like your property it's one of your assets like it's part of your value of your wealth right so if everyone's house counts towards their wealth then there are definitely over a million millionaires in the usa that's kind of a funny way to think about (laughs) because then i was thinking a million times a million is a million squared is a trillion. And then I looked how much money is in circulation in the USA. It's like 2.1 something trillion. So, and I think there's like 500 billionaires and a trillion is a thousand billions. So there's basically like 2,100 billion, 2,100 billion dollars in circulation in the US of A. <laughs> Cause this is coming from a person who's dealing with like one dollar bills and fives and twenties all day. Like I'm like dealing with money all the time. But then it's kind of like small change. Like sometimes you'll get a 50 or a hundo. Dude, but then you think like a million dollars. How many hundred dollar bills is a million dollars. Um, 10,000, right? So if you had $10,000 bills, then you have a million dollars. <laughs> or a hundred $10,000 bills. <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Harvey Cohen real quick. Um, debut. I <laughs> just get you. University of Wisconsin at Masson. He's a Badger. Rookie of the year. 10-time All-Star, won a batting title, debuts September 6th, 1952, at 21, 
October 2nd, day between my grandpa, my uh, late grandpa, and Grandma Arnie. His birthday, October 1st. Her birthday, October 3rd. So October 2nd, 1966, retired at 35. War number 26, 7, 6, and 22. Speaking of war, career war, 25.9. 6,913 at best, 2,092 hits, only 87 homers, 303 batting average. Let's just kind of speed through them here because I have to get going. Because <laughs> I got to go now. And it's my Friday too. 15 seasons, played 1,833 games, played for Tigers to start. Um, let's got to reload. 52 to 59. Then with the Cleveland Indians, 1960. Then the San Francisco Giants, 61 to midseason, 65. Went to the Cubbies. Then to the Phillies, midseason, 66. Retired as a fighting Phil. And led the majors in games, 155. I guess that's back when they played 154 games, right? Was it? Because they used to play 154 games. Um, so Because he wouldn't have led the majors if they played 162. So he played 155 games, back-to-back seasons, 53 and 54. Led the majors, the latter. His all-star seasons were 1953 through 60. Ten-time all-star. That's not Ten. <laughs> I wonder why it, one, two, three, four, six, seven, yeah, that's only eight. I wonder why it says 10 and they only gives me eight all-star seasons. That's funny. Uh, one rookie of the year, 1953 MVP voting 15th, 8th, 18th, 4th, 22nd, 13th, 8th, 24th, and 18th. And it's because for some reason they counted him as an all-star twice in 1959 and 1960. And I don't know how he got to be an all-star uh, two separate times in the same season. <laughs> Maybe he played in um, in like the celebrity beer softball game or something. He was the ringer. Led the majors, 731 played appearances, 1953. Led the majors, 679 at-bats, 656 at-bats, 1953 and 54. Led the majors, 209 hits, 1953, as a rookie. As a rookie, 209 hits, 94 runs, 33 doubles, 7 triples, 2 homers, 48 ribby, 6 stolen bases, Five costume, bad 308, 356 on base. Led the American League, batted 353. That was his batting title, 1959, final season in Detroit. 402 on base. So 357 career on base. 765 career OPS. OPS Plus subscribers out there. Watch your OPS Plus built into the to a frozen pond, 108 for his career OPS plus. And yeah, so he was kind of a hit machine in his early career. His hit totals, 
starting in his rookie season, 209, 201, 190, 196, 173, 179, 198, uh, 146, 125, 148, 121. Led the league in hits four separate seasons and led the majors in that rookie season. So three seasons, he led the American League in hits in 1954, 56, and 59. And led the majors in doubles two seasons with 38 and 39. And then he got 42 doubles in 1959, which led the American League. So this is one of the best hitters of the 1950s. One of the best contact hitters of Harvey Cohen, another kind of a hall of overlooked players, hall of underrated. Like I would say most baseball fans have never even heard of Harvey Cohen, unless you're a Tigers guy, like my grandpa. Shout out grandpa and Michigan. But go Huskies though in the college football playoff. We got to root West Coast, obviously. Specifically, the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, there you go. Harvey Cohen. I don't know how he got the two All-Stars. Let's see. Let's click on one of them. And then let's click on the other. There was an All-Star game on August 3rd as well. Wait, so there was one August 3rd, 1959? And then... There was one July 7th, 1959. Ha <laughs> ha! Wait, what? You're telling me there was two All-Star games in 1959 and 1960? Both seasons. They had two different All-Star games. This is like something I am just uncovering. Oh, Snot Rocket. Yeah! <laughs> I just fired one off. Um, there you go. It's 9.33 right now. We got to get going. It's that time. Career doubles. Uh, 356 career doubles for Kuhn. 56 career triples. And 671 career RBI. 950 career runs. There you go. Harvey Kuhn. The Hall of Detroit Tigers. The Hall of Harvey's. Along with Matt Harvey, Harvey Keitel, and Harvey Dent. Oh, look at that swan. <laughs> I got to do a Facebook reel in front of this swan. So check out my Facebook reels for that. Have a great day. Thank you, thank you. Listen to old Arnie Pod. And bye.